Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome back to Grace to Gather. So today we're going to be talking about the husband's role and how to get your husband excited about hosting. Damon, what makes you excited about hosting? Well, first I'd like to say that um, I too am on the more introverted uh, side of of personality. Um, I don't like being in large crowds um, and around a whole bunch of people. Uh, I much prefer more uh, quiet, um, intimate settings. So having, you know, one or two couples over to our um, house for dinner is very enjoyable to me. I, I love the conversation. I love serving them. Um, we just have a lot of fun, and uh, and it's always it's always been been great. Yeah. So, why do you think that some men are hesitant to participate in hospitality? Well, I think that there is a um, kind of a worldly viewpoint out there that um, hospitality and homemaking and all that stuff is really primarily the woman's role, um, and that men feel like. You know, they are, they're just a provider, uh, you know, they uh, work hard, take care of things and stuff like that. Um, but that's really, you know, a false uh, concept. Uh, we are to help each other in, you know, in our roles. I also want to point out that the woman is not always the one um, cooking and preparing in the home. Many men are fabulous cooks. And wonderful at hospitality. Depending upon what we are serving our guests, um, I may be the one out manning the grill or working the pizza oven or manning the smoker uh, for the the main portion of the meal. But if the wife is the one in uh, charge of the main meal and preparation, then the husband's role is to be a helper. Now, the Bible says that Eve was created for Adam to be a helpmate not a servant. In life together, we are equal partners and should share responsibilities and help each other to be the best that each one of us can be. Yeah, so I want to just, you know, kind of piggyback on that and, and in relationship to why maybe men aren't excited about hospitality. I think that there's a couple of things that come to my mind. One is maybe you know, they just weren't modeled. I mean, likely it wasn't modeled in their home. Their father wasn't um, hospitable. Okay, wait, let me step back on that. Not that he wasn't hospitable, but the father was not an active part of hospitality in the home. And so, um, you know, men possibly grow up seeing their father in a different role and not necessarily in a more modern role of being fully engaged in what's happening in the home. Well, also, and just coming from, you know, a family that maybe did not practice hospitality. And so I think that you probably could, could take a, a bunch of, of men in our society and say that maybe they lacked um, those things as they were growing up. I know in our home, my um, stepfather was not actively involved in helping my mom when we had people over to our home. I helped, but but he, you know, <laughs> he might just be watching the game or something. I mean, he wasn't actively involved in helping. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you're like we mentioned um, on a previous episode that your brother is uh, amazing at hospitality. Um, he's a wonderful cook. Um, his wife doesn't really cook very much, um, but he cooks a lot, and he is just wonderful at um, making his guests feel absolutely welcome and and loved upon. So yeah, well, and I think he loves that. I think that you know just. Um, he is a natural servant. He loves to serve people. And I think that, you know, that actually just kind of points to another side of it is I think that, um, for men, it's, there's a need to recognize that that is servanthood. That is a way that you can serve other people. And, I don't know that even, you know, that that's even talked about. I don't know that we raise our boys to have a mindset of servanthood in the home. I mean, I think that, you know, in the, in the last years, as roles have shifted and there's more fathers staying at home and, um, you know, women are working longer, more demanding careers and therefore fathers are, are having to pick up, you know, um, a lot of the homemaking um, responsibilities. I think there's been a shift there, but I don't know that there's necessarily been a heart shift in relationship to um, serving. I mean, you know, I mean, just a question. Right. Well, you know, Jesus was the master and teacher of the house, yet he wrapped a towel around his waist, got down on the floor, and washed his disciples' feet. He modeled servanthood. He didn't use his um, position as God to um, be master over people. He understood his position and therefore was able to serve people with incredible love. So, and he modeled that for us and calls us to do the same thing. He said, Now that I have done this for you, you should do it for others. And husbands, where that starts is in your home. Yeah, that's absolutely the, I mean, the heart of hospitality is right there. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus modeled it for it, us. And all we have to do is, is look at that passage in, script, in the scripture and see what hospitality is and what it means. And, and um, I think that, you know, and, and it could go either way if you're, if the husband is the one that really is the the servant in hospitality in your home, you know the wife still needs to have a heart of of service in order to bring people to the table right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay, well, so um we've developed a routine that works for us. Will you share a little bit about some of the things that you do to help the process as we prepare for people in our home yeah um. Neva is the primary um, cook, and she's a w- wonderful cook. Uh, and she, you know, she develops the meal plan, and you know, sets the the main you know portions of the home in place. And then it's my role to just come alongside of her and be available to her, really for whatever she needs. Um, I will I help with the with cleanup around the house. Uh, I make sure that the outside uh, areas are um, clean and tidy. That the you know the chairs are are cleaned up and and everything is in a, a comfortable uh, position. If it's if it's you know kind of cool or cold outside, I'll make sure that the the outside fire is going or or outside heater is going. 
Um, just really uh, make sure that the area is ready um, for our guests and for us to sit down and have a conversation either before or after the meal. And then I'm available to help Neva in the kitchen as needed. Um, what are some of the things that you you know usually need from me, honey, when we're um, when you're cooking? Right, right. Um, well, generally, I need you to manage the majority of our messes <laughs> when we're getting ready to entertain. She's right? an amazing cook, but a very messy cook. Right, right. So we've been, <laughs> you know, we've been talking about managing your mess, and and a lot of the time, it seems like I work really hard to be ready for the day that we have people coming over. But inevitably there's things that I've missed and there's messes that need to be cleaned up. And so like Damon said, he does a lot of those um, outside things and, and helps with those things in the kitchen. Generally speaking, um, Damon is just really available to help prep anything. I might still need to be prepped and he um, cleans up after me uh, really well. I, you know, ideally I have as many dishes in the dishwasher before people arrive as possible and, and cleaned up so that the space is pretty tidy. And, and Damon does that. I don't do that. I make the messes and he just cleans up right behind me. Well, I've, I've learned uh, that it's, um, it really helps Neva to be more efficient with her cooking. If I can, if I can come behind her and clean up, you know, the space where she just was at so that she can go on to the next step. Um, and, uh, it, it just makes for a smooth, uh, process. I know we we love to watch cooking shows, and and it seems like they're always you know cleaning up an area, the next area for them to to prepare um, the next portion of the meal. And so we've just kind of adopted that as as part of what we do. Um, because if I'm left alone, I'm I mean every pot and pan and dish is um, all over the kitchen. Yeah, there's sauce on the walls, you just in the ceiling, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's pretty much pretty much the truth. And you know, we do um we do some sort of an appetizer on a regular basis. I won't say every time that we um have people for dinner, we have appetizers, but a lot of the time we do and we have kind of, you know, just a short list of things that we will put out as a small bite before dinner and Damon generally prepares that as well yeah and then i'll um i'll set the remainder of the table uh neva usually has uh the table kind of preset and uh her centerpiece and all that stuff on it that that she would like um and then i will just come along and i'll i'll set the plates set the silverware um water glasses with ice uh, and water in them and and guys just you know I, i really encourage you just to take five minutes and you know look at a couple of videos on youtube on how to properly set um a dinner plate and silverware um the little little things like that really when your guests come in it speaks to your desire um to serve them and create uh something special for them so just just a few moments of you know learning how to properly set a table will just go a long way um, towards, you know, the comfort of your guests and also the the happiness of your 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 wife. So yeah, we so we have this little um, I see you have um, deal with the animals and we have this little comedy act that happens on a regular basis just before just as our guests are arriving. Actually, we have two boxers and so they're they're big wiggly dogs and 
we have started trying to usher them out the back door as we usher guests in the front door, just because they're very sweet, but they're, they're very intense. And it really has become kind of a comedy act. Yeah, especially if, it, if it's a, a, a new couple that uh, hasn't been to our, our home before. We really try to do that because they, they're, they're, they want to be your best friend right off the bat. And, and they are very wiggly and, 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 and all, you know, walking around you and stuff. So if we have a, a new couple that's coming over, we'll, we will do that. We'll, Neva will stand at the back door and call them and, and, and usher them, the dogs out one door as, as I'm greeting the guests at the front door um, so that we can, you know, slowly introduce the dogs uh, or they may just stay outside. Uh, if our guests uh, are maybe allergic to animals or, um, you know, prefer not to be around them. So. Yes. And we have put our dogs away. We put them to bed in our bedroom and, you know, just taken uh, the steps that are necessary to create a comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when our guests do arrive, then I, I will greet them at the door. I'll take their coats, um, you know, usher them into the to the kitchen uh, and, um, you know, ask them if they'd like something to drink um, and just kind of start the conversation. Uh, and that's usually where all of our meals start is they just start around the, the kitchen island uh, as Neva is finishing up her um, final, you know, meal um, preparations. And we just, you know, begin with some, you know, small conversation and uh, have uh, a small bite or an appetizer. And uh, it's really just a great, great time of letting your guests relax. Let the let the the pressures of their day just kind of fall off their shoulders, um, and then, then it's that sets the tone and the atmosphere for uh, for the rest of the evening. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, for, I forgot about lighting candles and and putting on some background music. I always, I always do that too before the uh, the guests arrive. So. Yes, and that definitely um, helps to set the atmosphere. You know, one of the things that we do and. Um, I was visiting with somebody the other night, and I think that maybe where you're from plays a part in how you feel and what your response is to clean up. But one of the things that we do personally is when we're done with dinner and we leave the table, we just go right into the living room. We don't worry about cleanup. Our guests will say, oh, can we help you clean up? And we say, no, no, we got it. It's okay. Um, And... As I was talking with my friend, she was saying that she's from the South, and in the South, everybody, you know, well, in Texas, I'll say Texas, I won't lump the whole South in with this. In the area of Texas that she was from, she was saying that everybody just, like, expects they're going to come into the kitchen and clean it right then and there, and that is their normal, that, you know, is is um, just what it looks like. And so I think that, you know, this is an area that everybody has to decide for themselves what they're comfortable with. I know our heart is just that we can do that after people leave and we really want people to walk away feeling like they were served, feeling like, you know, if you go to a really nice restaurant and you have a long slow dinner and you have a very attentive wait staff, you walk away feeling like you were really served. It was really a pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's really our heart is that our guests, their entire experience would, um, would at the end of the night, make them feel that way. I mean, we're certainly not, you know, five-star dining, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but our goal is that 
everything would come together, that they would still feel that way just by um, spending a few hours being served and, and fed a good meal and good conversation. Yeah, just really um, an atmosphere that allows them to, to completely un- unwind and rest um, from, from the day. Now, often, um, our guests will completely ignore us and start cleaning up anyways, um, but <laughs> we try not to let that happen. So, Damon, what are, if, if your husband is just not interested in having people over and has zero desire to be a part of hospitality, do you have any other things that you might suggest that could help with that? I know we talked um, in a previous episode about just serving your spouse. Well, yeah, I think that that's, that's really where, where that has to start. Um, if your husband isn't doesn't have any interest in in having guests over, or or the, or practicing um, this aspect of hosp- hospitality, um, it really begins with um, you practicing hospitality in the home towards your husband um, and your family, and setting a, a fine table and encouraging you know your your family to eat together at the table instead of going off into their own uh, individual places t- to eat um and we don't do that all the time i'm often we'll 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 if it's just the two of us we'll we'll sit and eat our eat our meals on the couch in the living room um but it's important to um be at the table that's where life conversations can really happen uh, with your family. So serving your husband and your family through hospitality at your own table will, over time, and it may take some time, encourage them to want to share that with other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I just, one last thought that I had on that is, I think for me, because I love to cook and I love to entertain and I love to decorate. I mean, those are all things that I really enjoy doing. Um, like you said, I do lead in a lot of our hospitality, you know, from the, um, from the, the plan perspective, I make the plan and, and that's, you know, kind of where we go. But if your husband loves to grill and he grills for you and your family all the time, or if he has a smoker and he loves to smoke, you know, some of some of um, if there's a specific thing that he really enjoys doing, then that might be a space where even if, you know, you're the cook and, and you have an idea of what you want hospitality to look like, maybe there is a space for you to step aside and just ask and encourage if he'd be willing to grill for some people on a Saturday night or, you know, kind of just find a spot that is comfortable for him and ask him to um, engage in that spot. Right. And you may, um, want to encourage that by, um, buying him a, um, a grilling apron and some grilling tools (laughs) that he could show off to his guests. Um, but no, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Just, I think that men often have this idea that they're not needed, um, in the kitchen and, and it, when I, when a guy feels like he's not needed, it can make him unhappier or grumpy. So that's a great point, Neva. That if you can, if if the wife can uh, 
find a way to make her husband feel needed by saying, hey, could you grill this or cook this uh, for, for this meal? Um, then I think that'll bring a lot of enjoyment uh, to him. Great. Okay, well. I think that's all for today. Please join us next week on Grace to Gather. Yes, please. Um, like us and follow us on social media. Subscribe to our podcasts. And we will see you back next week at Grace to Gather.